Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good Time. We got a big show to, to, to save time. Who here has not been groped by Donald Trump? I, just... <laughs> I mean, this, I, w- I wish I could tell you how many women it is who are making accusations, but I haven't refreshed my server in 10 minutes. <laughs> I mean, my phone is blowing up. It's a Samsung. That's different. But... <laughs> I mean, you know what? There's a lot of things people don't like about Hillary Clinton, but when she rubs you the wrong way, it's just an expression. Okay? (laughs) This... (laughs) Apparently, Donald Trump is a little handsy. (laughs) This is Halloween. I got a great costume. I'm gonna glue a pair of tiny orange hands to my tits. (laughs) And go as a Trump victim. I think it's gonna be terrific. Of course, some of these accusations of infidelity happened when he was married to Melania, which is very sad. I, Melania, poor sweet girl. She has uh, locked herself in her packing crate and... <laughs> won't come out. It's, it's so sad. But see, the problem for Donald Trump with all these accusers is that there is a corroborating witness. Donald Trump. You know, it was only a week ago, right? It seems like years ago. It was just one week ago when this news broke Friday. We loved it. Where Donald Trump was on Billy Bush's party bus (laughs) saying, I better use Tic Tacs in case I start kissing her. This girl they were looking at, I don't wait, he said. When you're a star, you can do anything. You can grab their pussy. And now he's outraged that women have come forward. How dare you claim I did the things I claim I do? I mean, at the debate Sunday. Did you see the debate Sunday? Okay. Anderson Cooper was asking about this. He said when he tells people that he grabs women's pussies, it's not really true. I'm not really a rapist. I just say that when I want people to like me. (laughs) Come on, people. Who are you going to believe, me or me? (laughs) So... So Republicans are in a bit of disarray about this. There's a lot of finger-pointing going on. People are saying, I told you we should have gone with Bill Cosby. 
but most of them are sticking with Donald Trump. Why? Because the voters are sticking with Donald Trump. To the Republican base out there, this is not a deal breaker. GOP now stands for Grab Our Pussies. <laughs> our dicks. Can we grab dicks, too? Is that part of the Republican platform also? Can I walk up to Mike Pence, cup his balls, stick my hand up his shirt and play with his nipples for a while? Is that part of the platform, like the estate tax? We believe in the right of every American to feel up strangers and also school vouchers. You know, this is... And this is not even the worst of it, because, in my opinion, by his own admission, Donald Trump said, with the corroboration of a lot of people, that with the teen Miss USA, the teen Miss USA pageant, he used to walk in unannounced into the girls' dressing room, if, as if models need another reason to throw up. <laughs> and, and, I mean... And there's audio of Trump telling Howard Stern that troubled teens probably are great in bed. Uh, there's a news article about him talking to a 14-year-old girl and saying, just think, in a couple of years, I'll be dating you. <laughs> and she shot right back, in a couple of years, I'll be voting for Hillary. That's what she said. <laughs> but... <laughs> and then, again, with corroboration from actual videotape, Donald Trump, on an escalator, a 10-year-old girl goes by, and he says, I'll be dating her. This is apparently his line. Republicans, your nominee for president has a pickup line for underage girls. Ooh. Well, that brought the proceedings to a halt, didn't it? But what does Donald Trump say about all this? Ridiculous. I would never cheat on my daughter. <laughs> no. <laughs> he says he was all on the stump yesterday and today talking about how this is a giant conspiracy, a sinister global power structure. You know who's in on it? Everybody. <laughs> the media, the banks, the Clinton Foundation, Carlos Slim... He said, there's a whole deal going on. We're going to have to figure it out. I always figure things out. Yes. Okay, Shylock. I could see him in Trump Tower right now, you know, with one of those walls with the newspaper stories and the headshots, drawing lines between them with a red marker. Okay, I'm an asshole. Women hate assholes. Women can vote. It doesn't add up. All right, we got a great show, Andrew Sullivan, Rebecca Tracer, and Bob Carey are here. And a little later, we will be speaking with the one and only Bernie Sanders. Yeah! But first up, her new book is in... <laughs> this is ridiculous, but her new book is in Trump We Trust. E pluribus awesome. Look, remember what we say now. Be nice. When they go low, we go high. Let's go high with a nice greeting for Ann Coulter, all right? Yeah. We go high. Hello. <laughs> Look at you. I have a 
How long have we been doing this? For 23 years, right? Started no, in since 93 was when politically... No, I didn't... I, I was early. still practicing law. It was 98 or... 97 anyway, or 98. It's a long time. still getting away with the miniskirt. <laughs> That's all I could say. <laughs> so... How's the campaign going? Fantastic, thanks for asking. Um, and before... Apparently, they're not that confident uh, in the media that it's going to be this 50-state landslide for Hillary or they wouldn't be pulling out all these ridiculous charges three weeks before the election. Well, okay, well... Looks like a Hail Mary pass to me. You think the charges are all ridiculous? Yes. What, do you think the same thing about the Bill Cosby charges? No. Everybody had heard about that for years. I mean, look, you know perfectly well, and this isn't what we're talking about. Okay. Um, because it's stupid. Um, yeah, very stupid. But look, with, with somebody like Bill Clinton, his introduction to the, the American people was for him and his wife to go on after the Super Bowl and lie to the American people. It, everybody knew about it for years. Same thing with Bill Cosby. You heard about it for years. You knew about it for years. Mm. As you well know, you are a wealthy man, you are a celebrity. I mean, this is like believing something in, in divorce records. Wealthy men are going to attract a lot of lawsuits. He's working with a lot of women. This has never happened until okay. three weeks right, before then, the election. Okay. Give me a break. Then, then let's... <laughs> <laughs> then let's just... Because that's he said, she said. I happen to believe them, but okay. Let's just stick to what he said. Let's get to the issues. Wait, wait, that is an issue. Why am I? Okay, I am all right. Still let me, all right, let me ask it. All right, let, just give me one. No one is voting for Donald Trump because of his character or personality. We never were. It was always okay. about his issues, but, and this okay, is coming fine. up so that we can talk about the issues, which is what I really want to talk okay, about. Okay, we will. Let me ask one question though. Okay, if there was a tape of Obama, because you say this is not a big thing, even what he said. Again, we're just thinking what he said about I put a search in my mouth. I mean a tic tac. Plug for search. <laughs> <laughs> I put yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay. boasting about okay, how okay, okay. wealthy well, men can do anything not, with women. If. I don't know if you've wait, heard wait, that. Wait, not if. It's not the condition. Girls it's love not to sleep with rich men and you know, celebrities. I remember I, I don't my, know if you've ever heard that before, Bill. I remember That's my, all he's saying. And I remember my grammar, and I bet you you do mm -hmm. also, because mm -hmm. of Catholic upbringing. The, the, the subjective tense, were. He's not saying if I were... He's, saying I, when, do, he's no. saying, I do this. Let me read the quote. When you're a star, you, I better use they some tic -tacs. let you do anything. I just in case I start kissing her, I just start kissing them. I don't even wait. And Could when you're get... a star, they let you do it. Uh, okay, here's my one question. If you'd be quiet, I could just ask it and we'd move tape on. on Hillary talking My about one open question is, if a tape of Obama mm -hmm. had come out mm -hmm. at some point during his presidency mm -hmm. where he said, hey, Fruity, give me a Tic Tac, because uh, I'm thinking about kissing a woman I've never met, mm -hmm. would there be any kind of outcry on the right? Or would you just also... <laughs> would you... Would that have just, like... Gone by the board, and you would have said that's locker room talk. Um, I would not believe probably anything from a hot mic alleged from the hot mic type or, or, or care about these charges if it's right before an election. I mean, everybody. So and if I really Obama did it, it would be okay. This. Because I really want to talk about the reason we support okay. Donald Trump, the reason there is a civil war. But I will say that everyone in television has said horrible things on hot mics that you wouldn't want to get out there. Not like this. 
Um, no, they're different things. But you, no matter how different professional matters. you are, lots of people have said totally embarrassing okay. things. There are three people we've heard the hot mic right. tapes from. Bill O'Reilly, Laura Ingraham, and Donald Trump. They're hot mic tapes on everybody. It's humiliating for everybody. This is all-out war for Trump. And why is it all-out war on Trump? Because he is absolutely right. It is the, the American people against the uniparty of both the Democrats and my party that I never saw until Trump came along. They want open borders, as Hillary said in her hot mic tape, open borders that will crush the wages of not only the working class, but the middle class. Um, it's the trade deals to send any jobs that haven't already been sent okay. to Mexico and send them to Asia. Right. It's right. because yeah. of the endless right. war that your candidate wants to now start right. with you, Russia. All right. That's I, why I give we support up. Trump. <laughs> you win. You've, you've answered my question. That if Obama had said it, it would have been a no big deal. I'll tell you, it would be no big deal about, if he were against TPP. It would be no big deal if he were the only candidate who wanted to build a wall. It would be no yes. big deal if he were the only candidate who wanted extreme vetting for, oh, you know, immigrants whose religion teaches them to kill us, okay. as opposed to quadrupling well. that. <laughs> Are you going to defend that, Bill Maher? Uh, okay, let me ask you about... Let's go back to the let's... immigrants we're bringing in whose okay. religion teaches them to kill us so that they slaughter 50 people at a gay nightclub in Orlando. Do you think we should be giving them an extra look? Because your candidate wants to quadruple the, the immigration of, of, of Muslims whose religion I, teaches I, I, them they okay. want to kill us. Let me ask you about this New York Times piece, because you were the star of it. It was a couple of weeks ago. Thank now. you. And you, you really were. And, and, I mean, it talked about how the fact that when Donald Trump made his announcement speech, uh, there was only a couple of lines in there about immigration. But he had read your book, the one you plugged on this very It's a show. magnificent book. Well, it certainly was to him. Yes. I mean, I did not realize until I read that article how much influence you have had on Donald Trump. You still think he's going to win? Um, I think it's more likely than not, but that gives a big chance for her to win. I mean, I always thought it was about 90% chance he wins the nomination, about 60% chance he wins the election. Well, no election day. Um, because he, I mean, he really is, his okay. issues but, are but the it, ones what, people but want. But what you love the most, you said he could perform abortions in the White House. I know that was... As long point. as he keeps that immigration policy. Right. But the wall. Uh -huh. He stopped talking about the wall. Not really. Well, he hasn't mentioned it in either debate. It's not on his website well, anymore. Uh, this is my whole point. They won't, there has not been one question about immigration. This is why he is right about the media. They do want to turn this into everything about his personal baggage. I got news for you. We knew he had personal baggage. We knew he was a lout. Right. But he's the only one who will do anything about the working class in this country. And by the way, as I also said on that show, Pushing Adios America, um, who did I say was the toughest Democrat for him to run against? Bernie Sanders, because he too, hang on, you're not going to like me, but you should like me. Um, because we agree on the wall, on this dump of low-wage workers on the country. We don't agree on the wall. Well, uh, you check with... I don't with think the, Bernie's for the I wall. I want you to invite me on the panel with him, because his position... I never heard... I would like to build the wall. No, but... I never heard... I never heard... But he did say... The, uh, uh, very open borders, wall. direct quote... Open borders, no, that's... get the wall retail. Open... <laughs> Open borders, that's a Koch brothers policy. Okay. He is right, Donald Trump okay. is right. What do okay. the Koch brothers, Rupert Murdoch, and George Soros agree on? Open borders, TPP. Okay. It so, is the uniparty against the I know, people. I know you think that the, the world is coming to an end. If you could... No, it isn't. Not uh, if Trump wins. Would you, would you steal the... 
if you could, would you steal this election? Would, is, it, is it that bad that you'd, that you'd justify stealing We it? don't steal elections. Your party does. Uh, <laughs> okay. But if, you, but if you could, would you? Is it, is it that dire? Is it worth that doing that? No, but would so I steal an election? Would you? What about if it was David Duke versus Hillary Clinton? Uh, what's his position on TPP and uh, open border? No, uh, of course not. Give me a break. Would you vote for David Duke to stop Trump? Is he that different? Oh, give me a break. Trump retweets white supremacists. Oh, he does Trump. not. I don't even think. Da- I don't even okay. think David Duke exists. He appears okay. every four All years. Right. So you can use him as a boogeyman and ask. No, look, da- Ron- right. Trump has not talked to good him, to talked know. about him, had him speak at the convention. Hillary has the terrorist father who shot up the Orlando nightclub, sitting behind her at a rally. Can we have her disavow him? You know what? The, uh, okay, you know, there's another terrorist father, the one who had the chicken stand, said to the FBI, my son is a terrorist. That's a patriot, much more than Donald Trump. That's not true. <laughs> you know, that's true. Okay, but look, this is taxpayer money that is being spent. There are thousands of investigations to follow Muslim immigrants. They are in all 50 states, okay. Alaska and Hawaii. Instead of spe- we, that is money that should be spent on our own poor people, on our own working class, on our own plants and, and, and building the wall to help the American people. Why are we bringing in people who are so expensive? You, you want to keep going with this but mass... Bre- we are bringing in you more wanna, Muslim you immigrants deport, post-9-11 but, but than pre-9-11. But you're for the deportation plan. Now, when you were here before, you said the fact that the... The deportation plan is letting ICE do its job. Okay, but you said they're not really 12 million illegal You know, they're immigrants. more like you 30. 30. 40, so, 50, we don't know. So to deport 30 million, that's going to be a little expensive. No, but we're already paying... No, 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 no. A, once you have the wall, guess who doesn't have to collect unemployment insurance, go home and sleep, get injured on the job? A wall just sits there night and day without any work. All right. You build well, the I gotta, wall, I gotta, I gotta ICE does there. their job, we're already paying ICE. All right. Ann Coulter, her book is Trump is Great. Thank go you Trump, very go. much. <laughs> Admit you agree with him. All right. We go high. Come on. <laughs> applause. Let's meet our panel. Okay, uh, he is a New York Magazine contributing editor and self-described recovering blogger. Andrew Sullivan is over here, our, our favorite guest. She's the author of All the Single Ladies, now in paperback, Rebecca Traister. Hey, welcome back, Rebecca. And he is a former U.S. Senator and Governor of Nebraska, Bob Carey over here. Hey, Bob. All right, don't forget to send us your questions for tonight's overtime. We'll answer them after the show on YouTube. A program note, uh, I don't know why this happened, but we're off next week. Don't be so disappointed. (laughs) Terrible timing, anyway. So there's a debate. I will live tweet it. That's the best I can do. Okay. So um, I want to first talk about Michelle Obama's speech yesterday. It was, uh, I thought, an amazing speech. A lot of people are already talking about it. I feel like... And I, I was kidding about We Go High, but I feel like We Go High has the potential to become something of a meme in this culture and really change us. Um, make us more Canadian almost, you know, where <laughs> <laughs> we always choose to be nice. Yes, apologize. Yes. Wouldn't it be better as We Get High? What's yeah. that? We Get High, yeah. That's... 
Um, and it was so personal. I mean, she said, last week we saw this candidate bragging about sexually assault women and I can't, assaulting women, and I can't believe I'm saying that. Uh, a candidate for president bragging about it. I can't stop thinking about it. She talked about the sinking feeling a woman gets when she walks down the street and some guy uses vulgar words about your body when somebody stands too close, stares a little too long, the feeling of terror and violation many women have felt when someone has grabbed them or forced them. Um, I feel like we're, we're, at this late date, finally recognizing something that really has been out there for a long time. What's going on every day? And look, uh, and it's what Trump misses. What Trump misses is that men have a, still a lot of power over women on the street. Uh, they're groping, they're, they're, they're bothering them in the subway. It's going on right now. And Trump doesn't understand that. He misses that, that men have a lot of power over women and they're using their power in an inappropriate way. Well, because he participates. Now, no, wait a minute. If he, if, he flew, if he flew commercial on TSA and had those guys reach his hand up and grab his balls, he'd probably <laughs> understand what's going on. I think it's... <laughs> I think it's not just Trump who misses how frequent this is and how common this is. And one of the reasons that Michelle Obama's speech yesterday was such a crucial public service is that it gave voice to this experience that every woman I know has had this week, right? Even the Hillary-supporting women who should be saying, oh, look, the Republicans are falling apart, Trump's a tire fire. Instead, the women I know have been traumatized by this week. Millions of women have been right. traumatized, recalling their own instances, whether it's being groped, touched, rubbed up against, assaulted, or just having people say lewd, demeaning, degrading things to them. This week has been horrifying for women all across this country. And what Michelle Obama did yesterday was give voice to that, and she she added something to it, too, because so much of the attention... Donald Trump has been out there saying terrible things about Mexicans, about African-Americans, for this whole season, talking about the weight gain of, of the Venezuelan Miss Universe, Alicia Machado, and then everybody turned on him when he started going after white women. And so the experience of white women being degraded had suddenly been the turning point for so many pundits, so many people in the, Ameri in the Republican Party who finally said enough. And Michelle Obama, who is not a white woman, giving voice to her experience her perspective, reminding us that this is something that is suffered by not just white soap stars, but, but all kinds of women, women whose bodies are far more vulnerable, extra vulnerable to abuse and degradation and who, and who have a harder time turning to the police, to the criminal justice system, to the medical establishment for help. And Michelle Obama universalized this experience in a way that I think let more than Donald Trump, American men are learning about how common this is, how, what an everyday occurrence this is for all kinds of women. What, what I find... man, you have no blame. I, I have absolutely no, <laughs> no, no stake in this fight no, at all. No, I, I, I'm the least qualified person to yeah, talk about it. But I do find it kind of amazing. This is the first woman running for president, which we've sort of forgotten, right? It's not been a big... Because we can't really get behind her as a pioneer. There's just something about her that we don't. And yet, these, this well, awful... Well, you I, hate some her. people do. I, I, You've I, always hated her. Yep. For no good reason. Well, no... <laughs> I'm not saying no good reason. Uh, I, let me say right now, Bill, that as someone who has never liked these people, the Clintons, who've always opposed them, who still does not want to withdraw any of my criticisms about them, I am passionately in favor of her being elected president of the United States. It is... It's the, it's, it's the only adult 
thing to do. Right. And I just wanted to say, if any... The adult. If <laughs> there are any libertarians out there, anybody who sort of has roughly my politics, this is not the time to express your libertarianism. No. This is a time to stop this monster from destroying our political system. So, uh, Michelle Obama's husband is <laughs> 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 a, a prominent citizen, too, I understand. Yeah. And he made a speech yesterday that was pretty amazing. He said, uh, and he, he blamed the Republicans in general, which I think is awesome. I've tried to do that many times. I don't quite have the forum he does. So I was glad to see him getting at it. He says, they've been feeding their base all kinds of crazy for years, saying I wasn't born here, calling me the Antichrist. This was just politics. He said, I love this line. He said, they stood by while this happened, and Donald Trump, as he's prone to do, he didn't build the building himself. He just slapped his name on it and took credit for it. <laughs> and it's so true. You know, they can get rid of Donald Trump, but can they get rid of Trumpism? No, because in part, as Obama says, their party is built on it. And there's this sense that Donald Trump is such an outsized, terrible candidate that he's like some guy who Hillary won at a raffle. That it's like some right. quirky, <laughs> quirky coincidence yeah. that she's got this guy. But, but the fact is, Republican voters who knew they were going to be facing Hillary Clinton, who hate Barack Obama, who object to the people who vote for Democrats, people of color and women, selected a candidate who embodies the racism and sexism that are the very forces that kept people of color and women disenfranchised yeah. for centuries and away from the White House until now. Yeah, okay, they picked but, him. But... <laughs> Look, I... I know a fair number of, of Trump supporters. Uh, a lot of fellow Medal of Honor recipients have endorsed Donald Trump. And my appeal is to them. They should be as outraged. They're the ones, actually, if you're going to have somebody to defend you, if you're a woman on the street and you want somebody to defend you, it's, it's one of them. They're the ones that ought to be coming forward and saying, that's too much. This is not locker They know it's not locker room talk. They know that's not the way you talk in the locker room. The coach would fire, would kick you off the team right. if you talked that way. They know that this is sexual assault. So, and they, and, so, and so, so the appeal needs to be to them. Okay. I, under, the, I think what the president was saying right politically, but the appeal right now needs to be to all those guys out there who are supporting Donald Trump who know that what he said okay, so, and the way he's behaving is wrong. But you're from Nebraska. Yes, I am. Okay. When I look at the electoral map, yeah. I see states that Trump apparently cannot possibly lose. I mean, there, the, look at that. The pink are likely Republican, and the red are, you know, like Did he you? said, I could shoot someone in the middle of Fifth Avenue and they wouldn't leave me. The people of Idaho, Wyoming, right. Arkansas, Oklahoma, West Virginia, Kentucky, I know they're Republican mostly, but they're human, right? These are yeah. human beings. They are. What the fuck does it take <laughs> in this country to have being a human being supersede being a Republican? Because here's what's happened is because Trump, yes, he is a culmination of a lot of what... But he's dialed it up to 11 and he's really gifted at what he's doing. And what he's done is taken it just from this hostility to actually arguing as he is right now that the entire system is illegitimate, that this election is going to be fixed... 
He's telling us that right now, that Hillary Clinton herself is the, is the beneficiary of a criminal system in which the FBI is complicit in letting her get away with this alleged crime when she should be in jail. Right. These are, these are attitudes and views that have never been uttered at this level in American right. history. This is an attack upon the entire system. It's right. an attack upon our liberal democracy. Right. And that is what he is doing. And so... The liberal big, the with big, a small L. Yes, with a, with a liberal democracy not, that conservatives should embrace liberal. as well. Right. Yes, uh, uh, simple the fact that we have a free society that, that, for example, the press has an important role to play. That you can treat other political actors as if they were equals rather than something that you right. have to dominate or have a crisis of your own psyche. Look, I, I, I haven't been as critical as you have been of the Clintons, but I've had my share of criticism gone their direction. I'm as passionate as you are about Me too. having her be elected. Right. But... Uh, the, the, there are really good people that are supporting Trump. And what, here's the problem. They've watched the elites. Can you at this point? Yes. They, really? Yes. You can square that circle. Yes, I can. You can be a good person. Well, actually, it's not a circle. You can't square a circle. A circle's a circle, you know. You, <laughs> did you but do geometry? What, but, but really, can you be a good yes. person if yes. you're for a guy? Yes, you can. I don't get can. that. Well, that's... It's like saying... Look, you can't, you can't reach them if you begin by saying that they're monsters. You begin by saying that they're trying... Look, they've... If, if the you basket if you fits, listen, you know, No, you, no if but you, the basket doesn't fit. If you well, listen... If, if you're listen, deplorable, you're... I mean, if you have deplorable beliefs, you're deplorable. Look, look, there are as many deplorable... Liberals who are deplorable. It, it, there's many... I don't think you can call... Not in the same way. But look at these I issues. I don't know about that. that. The issues are obviously also propelling this. And the elites have failed. The elites failed with the Iraq War, which is a massive failure. No one took responsibility or accountability for that. They, they failed with the 2008 crash. No one took responsibility for that. It is true that mass immigration that is not properly controlled is driving down people's wages. It's true that when people out there thinking of voting for Trump watch this show, they feel they're being mocked, condescended to, and ridiculed in a way right. that does not well, help us move forward. What a great segue to what I'm going about to do now. <laughs> <laughs> because, uh, you're very, very uh, You know, I, uh, I have this, uh... <laughs> <laughs> you're probably wondering, <laughs> you're probably wondering uh, why I, uh, this is not bringing back flashbacks for you, is it, Bob? No, no. Okay, so the We Go High thing, you know, I, I was looking uh, <laughs> on the internet, and people are wearing T-shirts to Trump rallies that are just disgusting. I wish Hillary had married O.J. Trump, that bitch. She's a cunt. Lovely. Vote for Trump. And I do think we should go high, and I'm going to start next week. <laughs> but until then, we're going to go lower. <laughs> but you know what? Trump had it coming, so we made up some T-shirts that he should have to look at. And since they're T-shirts, and it's, you know, ending the season pretty soon, we thought we'd fire them into the crowd. <laughs> Pat Whitney is going to help me and load the ammo back in now. Don't fight each other for them, okay? <laughs> and then if, when you get them, after the show, we're going to take a group picture with everybody who has one, okay? So... Here are some of the T-shirts that Donald Trump should have to look at. Or <laughs> Orange is the new fuckface. 
<laughs> Vote Trump. Let go of my pussy and we'll talk. <laughs> I just took a massive Trump. <laughs> Fake tits, real boobs. <laughs> I tried to grab Trump by the penis, but I couldn't find it. <laughs> Show us where he touched you. <laughs> Mexican rapists are stealing jobs from American rapists. <laughs> Trump 16, I'm with herpes. <laughs> Do your thing, geese. <laughs> and of course, we couldn't leave out whiny little bitch. And <laughs> come on, fool. The best oh, one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so hard to get good help nowadays. All right, hold that. This one says, Trump is my son, but I'm still voting for Hillary. <laughs> All right, he's every millennial's favorite hip uncle. Please welcome the junior senator from the great state of Vermont, Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders, look at that. Thank you. The love people have for you is so personal. You must feel that, right? I do. Do you miss it on the campaign trail? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and if your real question is, would I have preferred not to have the time to be with you right. tonight to be campaigning right. all over this country and running for president, of the answer course. is yes. I, I wish I you would. So what, what are you doing these days? Well, I just wrote a book. Really? And uh, right here, I'm now on the West Coast in order to see and help the people of California pass Proposition 61 so that we can begin to take on the pharmaceutical industry who are ripping off the American people every single day. Uh, and what does 61 say? What 61 says is that the state agencies in California should not pay anything more for prescription drugs than the Veterans Administration, which uh, pays the lowest prices in the country. And isn't this really the key to getting single-payer any time in this country? I mean, they tried single-payer in your state of Vermont, and it couldn't work because until you cap how much the gougers can charge, the pharmaceutical companies and the hospitals, we're going to have more EpiPens and more Martin Shkreli's. Well, look, the drug industry, and I have to say this, uh, you know, you got one out of five people now who, when they get a prescription from a doctor, they can't even afford to buy that prescription because right. the prices are so high. You got elderly people in Vermont, they're cutting their 
their pills in half because they can't afford the medicine. People are dying in this country and they're getting sick because they can't afford the medicine. And these guys in the pharmaceutical industry, in my humble opinion, are crooks. They made the top five, the top five companies last year, Bill, made $50 billion in profit. CEOs rake in enormous compensation packages and yet people you know, can't afford the medicine they need. That's not the way it's So going. what we have to do is cap how much people should charge, right? Yeah. I mean, that... I mean that. Well, what you have to do is what every other major country on earth does. Right. That is negotiate prices. And what we have now, the pharmaceutical industry has 1,400 lobbyists in Washington, D.C. They have spent a billion dollars or three billion dollars since 1988 just on lobbying. All right? These guys have enormous power. They own the political parties. And what we have got to do is the American people say, you know, enough is enough. Uh, we are going to control your prices. We're going to negotiate prices with you. Back in the 1990s, I took a busload of women uh, from the state of Vermont to Montreal, Canada, to with buy prescriptions. Bush? <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> to buy uh, prescription drugs for breast cancer. Back then, they paid one-tenth the price that they were paying here in the United States for breast cancer. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. We pay the highest prices in the world for our medicine. Yeah, we got to deal with those but issues. Don't, don't you think that, that capping the prices may hurt innovation and new drugs no, coming in? That's, that's what bullshit, the, right? It, it yeah. is bullshit. That's they spend far more yes, money. That, that is what they... They spend far more... Give you an example. <laughs> innovation money. They're spending, as I understand it, $100 million right here in California to beat this proposition. $100 million. Last year, the CEOs of the top 10 companies made over $300 million. They made $50 billion in profit. They spend a lot more in marketing and advertising than they do in research development. Hey, finally, <laughs> finally, a CEO was let go, the head of Wells Fargo. Oh, yeah. Uh, without any severance. I don't know how he's going to eat. He's going to have to live on the hundred millions of dollars that he made cheating people. But what did you think of that whole Wells Fargo thing? Because that was a direct result of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. Right. Uh, I know what you were a big supporter of. And if that bureau didn't exist, how would the market have ever corrected that? It wouldn't. Right. Look, uh, I have said this many times. Uh, I think the evidence is overwhelming that it's clearly not just Wells Fargo. If you look at every major financial institution in this country, they have all, all had to pay huge settlements or fines because of illegal behavior. I happen to personally believe that the business model of Wall Street is fraud. And occasionally they get caught. Most of the time, they don't. And that takes us, you know, this here, is the Democratic uh, National Platform. What do you have there? Democratic what? National Platform. Yeah. It's at Democrats.org. We fought very hard to put together the most progressive platform in the history of American politics, which, among other things, breaks up the large financial institutions, reestablishes Glass-Steagall, and moves us to health care for all. And Hillary Clinton is running on this. That's the platform of the convention that nominated her. Only 55% of your voters say they will vote for Hillary. I don't what believe if... that's accurate at all. Really? I think, no, I think the numbers are much higher. Uh, I think at the end of the day, uh, the vast majority of the people who supported me will take a hard look. Look, what media tries to do, I think, is make this into a personality contest. Uh, and in that case, you know, you have two personalities, frankly, who are not terribly popular. 
But if you look at the issues, which candidate wants to raise the minimum wage to a living wage? Right. That's Hillary Clinton. Uh, which candidate believes that climate change is a hoax? That's Donald Trump. <laughs> which candidate wants to give hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars in tax breaks to the top two-tenths of one percent? That's Donald Trump. You know, which candidate wants to rebuild our crumbling infrastructure? That's Hillary Clinton. Who wants to take on the pharmaceutical industry? Clinton is pretty strong on those proposals. So I would just ask people, get beyond the personality issue. Take a hard look at which candidate is better for the middle class and working families of this country. And I think the answer is very clear. It is Hillary Clinton. Okay. So... Everybody's ready for Hillary. So, let me ask you this, and everybody this. Uh, how come I showed that map before? What, what did the Democrats have to do to look inward? I mean, everybody's looking at how bad the Republicans are right now. But I think it also behooves Democrats to say, what are we doing so wrong? And it's not, of course, all their fault. Some people can't be reached. But what are we doing so wrong that when we run a candidate, that when the Republicans run a candidate who, if you made him in a lab... <laughs> You could not have come up with a worse candidate. <laughs> and we still can't pry loose 20 friggin' states. How, how about the Democrats acknowledge there is a difference between legal and illegal immigration? Wouldn't that be great? Don't they? Those first days in the Democratic Convention, you would be very hard put to figure out whether they were talking about all immigrants, regardless of distinction. Look, the, the desire for a, a border wall, however ridiculous Trump is, the desire to have a real firm border, to have legal control over your immigration, is an absolutely important, essential part of being a country. And insofar as the Democrats have shown themselves to be utterly indifferent to that, in their rhetoric and in the way that they're trying to get votes from Latinos, I think is very unfortunate. That's why a lot of people are really mad at them. They're also mad... What do you mad... think the Democrats are doing? No, I'll tell you what. Look, I think... Why can't they do enforcement first? Well, Andrew, let's get beyond that issue. That's one issue. The real issue is that this country is moving toward an oligarchic form of society where we have a handful of billionaires not only controlling Wall Street or the pharmaceutical industry, but also now as a result of this disastrous Citizens United Supreme Court decisions, they are now buying the United States government. And we have got to... Oh, of course they no, are. This, 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 let me, oh, no, no, this no, no. rhetoric is fueling Trump, you no, understand? No, 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 it's not fueling Trump. It is fueling right Trump. Right now, you supporters. have the Koch brothers spending, and their friends, billionaires, spending hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars in Pennsylvania, in New Hampshire, in Ohio, in every battleground state. That's not rhetoric. That is reality. The, the, if you had any your rhetoric, kind of... your rhetoric about them buying the buying. election, yeah, that's the is, election. is to my mind too extreme. They trying to influence the election, yes, but when you say they're buying it, you're what, basically you, delegitimizing you... the entire process the way Trump is, and it's that's not the problem. No, it's not delegitimizing. No, it, what it is doing is saying that you have a corrupt campaign finance system and that we have to overturn... So how did Barack Obama win two terms, OK? Because he was a far and away better candidate. Well, so it didn't matter win. in the end. Oh, OK, it's not a question of it. But you look, can't look, come look. If, if I'm running against you, OK, and I spend ten times more money than you do, and you're a better candidate than I am, most of the time, not every time, right. most of the time, I will defeat you. And you're you. saying the so Democrats don't have big money, pick, too? Let me, let me no, yes. no, let me join in, because, look, I, I do think, and, and, and Bernie, you, you were the one that brought, shined daylight on this thing. 
that Democrats had gotten out of touch with working people on yes. trade, on technology, on immigration. We kept saying, all these things are going to be good for you. And we surrounded ourselves with big money people who were making contributions, and we listened to the elite you know, think tanks That's in right. Washington, D.C., right. talking all the time, and we lost them. That's we right. lost a significant fraction of the American people. I agree that the money in politics is a huge problem, and I agree with so much of what you say, Senator Sanders, but I'm not sure that if we took if we changed campaign finance rules, that it would convince the people who are shouting hang her in the streets at Trump rallies to vote Democratic right. and right. vote for uh, Hillary Clinton uh, or for Barack okay. Obama. Yes, there's definitely an unreachable, I don't know what the percentage is, but certainly it shouldn't be as much as it is. I, I mean, Democrats lost elections where they only won one state in my lifetime. Yes. McGovern, I think, only won one state. I think in 84, the Democrats only won Dukakis, one or two states. Okay. Yeah. So obviously, the country can do that. The country can go, oh, this candidate... And, and by the way, McGovern and Mondale weren't crazy people. This vile nincompoop is going to win <laughs> 15 to 20 states. What if... How about this? What if the Republicans came up with a Donald Trump all the same policy issues, but who wasn't a crazy person? Hmm. What if he wasn't mean and nasty and a groper? What would happen then? What if somebody came along with a nice Reagan-y smile on his face and was for banning all Muslims and building a wall and friends with Putin and give nukes to Saudi Arabia and the rest of the nonsense? Don't you think we're likely to see that? We in could four be, years, and we should be in afraid. In eight years, Donald Trump, again, this is part of what's happening when Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton start to attach him to his I, party. He's not, an, he's not an outlier. I, and a better version of him is going to come along but, and channel the same kinds but, of anger. Look, no, no, That's but, what I worry. Yeah. No, but back, back, to your, back to your other question. Dem I, I think Democrats have a very difficult time if all they're talking about is raising taxes and spending more money. I just think it's a, it, that may get around a boost in this audience, but it does, it's not going to win you those states that you put up on the board. Well, it, it's not gonna, Bob, I don't, it, when you talk about raising taxes, the question is on whom I are don't we raising the taxes? I don't disagree with I that. I do think we should be raising taxes on billionaires I, and dealing with income and wealth inequality I, and be proud of if, that. If it works, Bernie, if, I don't disagree with you. I, don't, I, I mean, I don't disagree with your tax policy. I think it needs to be progressive. But if that's all we've got is, is say to the American people, vote for me because I support a general expansion of the federal no, but government. What about, uh, but I don't what think about, that's going to win. Where are you getting that that's all they have? It isn't all they have, but it's what they hear. What well, I'm saying is, if you talk about this is going to be good for the middle class, you have to have immigration. You have to have trade. You have to talk about... I mean, we could have self-driving cars that put three and a half million truck drivers out of work in the snap of a finger. Right. What are Democrats talking about about that? Yeah, that's Nothing. True. Right. And well, if, we uh, don't, if we don't talk about how are we going to create those jobs, where are those jobs coming from, in addition to making certain the taxes are progressive, in addition to making certain that our trade policies are fair, if we don't have that kind of a policy, it's going to be very difficult to win those individuals. And there's also culture here, right? It's, we're talking about people who feel as if these elites are not talking about them as if they're their fellow citizens. There's this great cultural gulf emerging. And part of that is also, Bill, not to, not to pick a fight with you, but when people ridicule <laughs> people's religious faith routinely, when they don't actually respect the fact the people may be different than others. They may have a different view of the universe and want to live their lives in a certain way. They feel pushed to the margins in a way they can't listen to these messages. But there's no and way that's to, what we have but to Andrew, do. But, Andrew, I've had this discussion with you before. There is no way to talk about religion, frankly and honestly, without ridiculing it because it's so fucking stupid. Well... <laughs> so I, I can't... Uh, I can't both... I can't both 
be true to what I do, which is you have be every honest, right. You, I, and I can, and then pretend I, that a virgin birth is something I, I can go. Oh, I that's totally, just, I totally get it, Bill. I respect your position. Okay, and I'm I just saying it's right. helping the Democrats reach people when they're talking this <laughs> yeah. I'm, It's it's yeah. very alienating for people. All right, all right. Thank you, everybody. It's time for new rules. <laughs> All right. New rule, instead of recalling the Galaxy Note 7 because it catches fire, Samsung should just add a sticker that says, it's a phone and a lighter. <laughs> new rule, people who say it's a hoax that Americans are being stalked by creepy, lurking clowns have to admit, they didn't see Sunday's debate. <laughs> New rule, the people... Oh, you're not going to like this one. <laughs> the people who participate in the ultra-Orthodox atonement ritual of Kaparot, where you swing a live chicken over your head <laughs> three times and read Bible passages while someone else holds a baby have to look me in the eye and tell me there's not some point in the ceremony where you're thinking, what the fuck are we doing? <laughs> Neuro, I don't want to hear anything about whites being a superior race until one white person at a wedding learns the words to Earth, Wind and Fire September. Whoa. You've had 40 years to get this. 40 years where it's been played at every white people wedding, birthday, convention, reunion, office party, Christmas party, real estate seminar, and hunting accident memorial. <laughs> and here's what your Uncle Doug retained. Do you remember? Na, 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 na. Three words in 40 years. That's why we don't win anymore. New rule, pedophiles and hippies must decide once and for all who gets to drive windowless vans. <laughs> when I see one of these in my neighborhood, I don't know whether to call the cops or score weed. <clears throat> and new rule, finally... <laughs> I mean, and finally, new rule, somebody has to tell me why America just made this guy so famous. This is Ken Bone, one of the undecided voters who asked a question at last Sunday's debate and since then has become a folk hero. Why? Why? Because after 15 months of this campaign, he's still too stupid to pick Hillary over President Pussy Grabber? <laughs> For me, the great sadness of this election is knowing that even if Trump doesn't become president, we live in a country where half the people think he should be. Now, <laughs> I would really like to ask Mr. Ken Bone, or any undecided voter, as these last 15 months rolled along, there was no breaking point for you? Trump saying he would kill the children of terrorists with drone strikes? physically throwing out 12 million Mexicans, banning all Muslims, giving Saudi Arabian nukes, running a scam university, cheating veterans out of charity money, not paying taxes, picking Putin as his favorite leader, not being able to let go of a feud for a whole week with a beauty queen, the impressions of the handicapped, nothing. 
Last November, when Trump was losing in Iowa, he said, in Iowa, to Iowans... How stupid are the people of Iowa? And now, he's leading in Iowa. So I guess he got his answer. That's how stupid. Florida is a climate-ravaged state full of old people. And they elected as governor a climate change denier who, when he was a businessman, oversaw the largest Medicare fraud in history. And it's not just Republicans. 5% of Bernie supporters have switched allegiance to a ventriloquist dummy named Gary Johnson, <laughs> whose policy positions are almost uniformly the exact opposite of Bernie's, and who, when pressed to name a foreign country, said Brangelina. <laughs> When asked, does the Earth go around the sun or the sun around the Earth, a full quarter of Americans said the sun revolves around the Earth and the Earth revolves around NASCAR. <laughs> Americans know they live in the greatest country, but 35% can't name one branch of government. Only 36% can name all three. A full 80% think Ramadan is those noodles college kids eat. <laughs> Seven years ago, I was on CNN and said, I didn't think Sarah Palin would ever be president, but, quote, I wouldn't put anything past this stupid country. Then we went to a break, and when we came back, Wolf Blitzer said this. So uh, people are already complaining that you're calling the United States a stupid country and gi giving you a chance to clarify. I don't need to clarify. It is. <laughs> I hate to sound like Donald Trump, but I predicted it. <laughs> I called it, and people are giving me a lot of credit. <laughs> Folks, blowing up the world... <laughs> is something that could actually happen. If you don't think so, you haven't seen enough movies. Movies always foresee the future. Flip phones in Star Trek. <laughs> Touchscreens in Minority Report. iPads in 2001, A Space Odyssey. Black presidents before Obama. Spectacular terrorist attacks on American soil before 9-11. Network, in 1976, predicted Fox News and reality TV. <laughs> and Blade Runner showed a future Los Angeles where life is bleak, overcrowded, and dehumanizing. And that's just on the 405. <laughs> And, of course, Forrest Gump came out in 1994, years before we elected George W. Bush. <laughs> and what scenario... What scenario has Hollywood... What has Hollywood been envisioning lately? 
making a serious point here. <laughs> Earth after an apocalypse. Hunger Games. Divergent. Mad Max. Viver Vendetta. Maze Runner. Matrix. Interstellar. The Postman. The Book of Eli. The Road. Even little Wall-E. And how did Earth reach this point in these movies? Always because we did it to ourselves. In The Day the Earth Stood Still, Keanu Reeves plays an alien sent to Earth to exterminate mankind because stupid, selfish humans are destroying a perfectly good planet. He gets talked out of it, but it's not like he didn't have a point. <laughs> in, in half of these movies, it starts with, after humanity destroyed itself in the Great War, what was left of government decided human passions needed to be controlled. Controlled by Kate Winslet in Divergent, Julianne Moore in Hunger Games, Jodie Foster in Elysium, Tilda Swinton in Snowpiercer, Meryl Streep in The Giver, who says, quote, when people have the freedom to choose, they choose wrong. I know that makes her the bad guy, but did you watch the Republican primaries? <laughs> I think I'm with Meryl on this one. If it's between letting these people decide things or a cold, technocratic boss lady in a pantsuit, I'll take the lady in the pants. <laughs> All right, that's our show. We're off next week. Back on the 28th, I'll be at Madison Square Garden November 5th at the Palace Theater in Albany November 6th. I want to thank Andrew Sullivan, Rebecca Traster, Bob Kerry, Bernie Sanders, and Ann Coulter. Join us now for Overtime on YouTube. Thank you, folks. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10 or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.